Hello and welcome back to Invader Sports. This is episode one of The Fourth Sector, a show where we talk about all things Formula One. Uh, today I'm joined with Joe and Cal, and if you guys would like to introduce yourself as kind of first time on Invader Sports. Yeah, man. Excited to be here. Um, thank you for having me, Invader Sports and Luke. Um, I have watched Formula One for about 15 years, been Lewis Hamilton through and through, and I'm um, just excited to get my opinions out there, for sure. We, I'm sure we need your opinions here, Cal. We do, we do. It's the most important one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Joe. I've been following F1 for probably five or six years, so not quite as, uh, as much a veteran as, as Callum. Um, I'm a big McLaren fan, and more specifically a big Danny Rick fan. Um, just excited to to chat F1 with the guys, so super excited. Awesome. You know, I thought about it the other day. I actually am not sure how long I've followed F1 for. I, I, I I'm not sure I could put a year on it. I it's a hard like, one because I think yeah. it's very easy to it's very easy to follow it loosely for so long. Yeah. Um, so I think I know a lot of people that have just followed the results and not watched it for years, sort of thing. Yeah, I think the first time I went to Silverstone, I must have been like eight. But I probably didn't start following it until I was like, I don't know, maybe 10 years ago. So what was that, like 14, 15? Um, okay. So what, what, uh, what year Silverstone did you go to? I went the year, you know when Jensen Button had the year at Bourne GP? Yeah, 2009. That year. And I had, I had no, that was, no, it would have, would have been before that. Cause I, I went, I, I went um, 2008, the year Lewis won in the rain. That's when it was proper, like, boggy, wasn't it? And a lot of people couldn't actually get into Silverstone. Yeah, it was quite I was there bad. that year. I was there that year, but I'd been before that. So I'm, it must have been 2006. Because I, rem I remember it only because of, like, the only way I, I remember it being that far back, because I was at primary school. And I remember getting picked up on the Friday and going straight to Silverstone. Um, so that's how I'm thinking it must have been 2006, 2007. But I did go that year when it was, like, absolutely pouring down. Um, and then I went again for the Braun GP race, um, where Button had that insane season. Yeah, of course. Uh, five points to whoever could tell me won the 2006 British Grand Prix. Was it Alonso? It was Alonso. It yeah. was Alonso in the Renault. That yeah. is five points for Luke early on. In the in the was that the that was the yellow the yellow yes. and blue still yeah, considered blue. one of the best cars ever to um one of the nicest liveries as well <clears throat> alonso still has that on his helmet doesn't he the uh, uh -huh. blue and yellow yeah. from that season yeah that is an iconic car that is an iconic car it's I one think... of my favorites for sure i think that season's iconic like if you kind of talk to people about formula even if you if you've never really watched formula one people kind of know of that renault it feels like yeah for sure everyone's seen that they know that the, obviously the michael schumacher like that that ferrari um well yeah, this was kind of the end of that ferrari's exactly. dominance as well wasn't yeah, yeah. it so i think it, you didn't realize how iconic it was at the time until that, now that was the end of the v8s i think the I, uh, or it might be the end of the v was it v10s v10s, v10s and then we went to the v8s yeah correct and then it was because we're in the what are we now the v6 well we've just gone out of the are we still in the v6 turbo because of the regulations are changing yeah because yeah, well, it, it, it was called the hybrid era i think yes. it's still the hybrid era it's just obviously the regulations have have kind of changed but um 
yeah, it's an exciting time to get into Formula One. I think a lot of big changes, a lot of big changes. Obviously, we've drive to survive over the last couple of years as well, which has been massive for the sport, um, and uh, which segues us nicely into how it's kind of definitely encouraged controversy within the sport. <laughs> yes. Um, and leading on to, I guess, a good place to start would be where last season left off and, uh, and the situation between both Red Bull and Mercedes, but also Verstappen and, and Hamilton. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, it was, uh, it was a roller coaster, wasn't it? And, um, you know, as a, as a big Hamilton fan, um, it was hard to watch for sure. I don't hold any grudges against Verstappen because he didn't do anything wrong, to be mm. completely honest. It's, I mean, the thing is, it's, it's, it must be frustrating for Verstappen to think, you know, has that entire championship been tainted? Are people going to look at it as it should have been Lewis's? I mean, he's actually break. been asked this as well, and he, he mentioned that he should have wrapped the season up earlier, and there was a couple of incidents that you you know he he's argued and other people have argued that that went against him um and some and some crashes that you know uh for example lewis got the the the, the penalty in in silverstone um and there's you know there's a couple of, of issues that he highlighted so i don't i don't think he's too fast um, no i, I think so he, he should be i think no, he might I, feel a bit lucky about it though um just the thing because is, of how it ends you know the thing is and i think i, I can't remember where i saw the comment but it was to me, the, the best way I, I, I saw the whole thing being put into words was that um, Lewis won the race, but Verstappen won the championship. And I do have to, as a, as a I would have preferred Lewis to have won, but Verstappen That's, was the better driver yeah. over the course of the season. 100%. 100% he was. Um, um, Points-wise, he shouldn't have won it, but he did. Um, but you know, yeah, he, I mean, yeah, he, he raced brilliantly all year. He didn't win that last race, but, um, you know, these things, these things have happened. I, I, I don't, I do think that this drive to survive thing is toxic in certain ways. I mean, we've never seen anything like that before. Yeah. Um, um, but at the same time, the audience that it's brought to the sport, like you said, is, it's just hard to really, it's one or the other because F1 was dying for a very long period. So yeah. It's it's given such a new life to it that as a as someone that's been in this, watching the sport for so long, it's great to see such new life put into it. I mean, it is one of those things as well. You could not have made it up. Like if someone no. came up to you and said, at the last race of the season, equal on points, winner takes all, and you know there'll be a safety car, there'll be the most controversial call of allowing unlapped cars, sorry, lapped lapped cars to unlap themselves but um, only some of which, them only some of them as well for then red bull to and be able picked. to and pit and for red bull then to get the chance to the chance they were mercedes were essentially exposed and red bull had had very much a clear opportunity to overtake and, and obviously did on the final lap um for for, for verstappen to win it. it you 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 know someone could say that to you and you think no chance. It's a like, movie script. Great. Yeah. Um, it really is. It's a Netflix script. I was uh, just... Yeah. I, I, I'm not sure Netflix could have ever, ever hoped for anything better. I mean, I can't even imagine the amount of um, views that Drive to Survive is going to get this year with, with everything that's happened. But 
I think it's interesting like, that Verstappen refused to to participate. So I don't think there's gonna. Well, he they at least said that he did. So there might not be too much uh, interview footage from from Netflix. Mm. Um, I don't know if it, if they can get anything from Sky. Um, but as far as I'm aware, he he declined to participate. But the thing is, for something like this, is it not more interesting to hear from the other teams? Because Verstappen is always going to be, you know, kind of it is what it is. I won the race. It don't matter. Yeah, there's sort of the Mercedes and the Red Bull opinions are set. I think we know what they are. Yeah, I we heard Danny more... Rick who had the, the 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 front seat for that that battle, didn't he? Um, yeah, he had Oh, the, he was gutted. He he was. I I think kind of looking at because he talked about it afterwards, didn't he? I think he really felt for Lewis. Um, yeah, I mean there was leaked. Uh, I say leaked. It was stuff that we didn't have access to during the race. Um, that was the on onboard um, recordings from Danny. And he was he was saying whatever just happened up there was was funny or or something along those lines. So. Yeah, I think he said it wasn't right. I think, but um, I one thing I've thought about a lot, um, and I've thought about this whole race a million times. I've had nightmares over it, but um, <laughs> it's uh, I do think about what was the so if Lewis had boxed because of the safety car period was would Max have jumped him anyway because he would have boxed a lap later is that right where he, was Hamilton he had on the, the track to, he had the opportunity yeah. to box twice and both times the team said no yeah that was so that was, where that I think was of course I think under the, the impression they that they jump. weren't going to move the lapped cars right because under the regulations Mercedes didn't need to box him yeah. right yeah is that right? Just because I always think like, oh, what if he just stuck some soft tyres on? But then on paper, that is actually an, a horrible strategic move, which just shows how much of a double-ended sword it was for Mercedes. It, it does think. bother me. It does bother me when people have said, why did Mercedes not just stick the soft tyres on? The, the fact is, what happened at the end of the race, in my opinion, should never happened absolutely not. those lapped cards should never have been able to unlap themselves it was dangerous um and it made no sense whatsoever um and it negatively impacted the race in a sense because it, it you know if in a in a way did not really allow for real racing because no it was orchestrated some, and that was the irony yeah. of the the message about um it's called motor racing was that they had 55 laps of motor racing that Hamilton had won by 10 seconds, 12 yeah. seconds. And I mean, what's then... interesting with, uh, it's, called, um, it's called motor racing, Toto, uh, was that that was actually what, um, what Red Jonathan Bull said. Jonathan Wheatley, yeah. Yeah, it actually said to Michael Massey. So for him to come out and say the same thing and say we went car racing, um, I don't know, it made him look a bit of a Yeah, he's got Jonathan it. Wheatley's hand up his ass, using him like a puppet is what's going on. <laughs> Sounds so, like so where it, do you, yeah. where where do you think is the future for Massey? Do you think is there a way he stays on, or or is it just you know in order for the for Formula One to progress, does he need to go? For me, the it, I think it's irreparable damage in many ways. I think he's lost a lot of trust, and he did piss a lot of people off over the course of the season. That wasn't just Mercedes. You look at um, uh, do you remember that Lando got a penalty in Austria no. for pushing yeah. signs wide? Um, yeah. and I think there was actually a variation of that uh, a very couple of laps uh, races later and um, it just it, it made no sense um, but the I think the only way he would now stay for me because of the damage he's done is irreparable and I think he's done a lot of damage to the reputation not of just himself but Formula 1 as a whole 
um, would be that, which I think is something they're recently discussing, is not to have a single uh, singular race director and to be part of a team. Now, if he wants to be part of a team and they try and make some constructive changes and he's got people that can support him and tell him when he's being a twat, um, then for sure um, he can stay. But I think if it's going to be a singular um, race director, I think that the damage he's done now is... Um, he, I don't think for him, every single decision that he makes next season, whether it's for a Haas or whether it's for a Mercedes, is going to be so scrutinized and under a microscope and it's will he treat hamilton too leniently now or will he just go harsh on him and then it will just spiral i think it's too much yeah i'd agree with that what do you think joe i mean the other issue that we've had is the 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 distinguished like distinguishing between who makes the call is it the stewards or the race director um and no no one ever seems to really know who who should make what decision so i think you know, just having a really clear outline of, you know, who's in charge, um, who makes the decisions. And, you know, if if things need to take a bit longer to go by the book, then obviously that should be the case, right? Well, absolutely. And at the end of the day, the regulations, there's over 100 pages of Formula One regulations and over another bloody 100 pages of the sporting code. You know, um, they're not it's not there for fun. It's there to be in, be enforced. So if if these things, if these things are there, they have to be used properly. And as you say, if it means an extra lap under the safety car, then it means an extra lap under the safety car. I think sometimes the entertainment value does precede the safety value and things like that sometimes. And Which as a mental. consumer, obviously, can be nice, but yeah, but it's mental because it's not like, and you know, it's not like a game of football where you know you can kind of make like these mistakes could genuinely cost lives. Which is yeah, yeah insane. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know they're making decisions on the fly. Um, you know the, that decision that Massey made is is not a decision that should have been made lightly. And it from from what we can see, it was a decision made by pressure that was put on him by by Red Bull at least. Um, and it that genuinely line, that line shouldn't be open, right? That line no. shouldn't be open. No, um, not in the middle of the race. Um, no, they you know, I think they're going to stop that. They have got to stop that. Yeah, because you can't have, I mean, even, even with Toto, I, you know, you obviously can completely understand his frustrations, but the line should not be open for him, for him to scream at race directors because at yeah. the end of the day, their job is to keep things safe. If they're too busy calming down on team principles. Throwing their toys, you know. Which was exactly, the same throughout the season, yeah. Yeah, then they're taking away their attention from the race. And genuinely, like I said, it, you know, it could end up, costing a life um i mean there was is... there was arguments even that, that 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 race should have been red flagged for where latifi's car was um you know to sure, get that because car the marshals there was no safe way really for the marshals to clear up no, bits of debris it was, in, it was in a really tight corner there so i think i think and you it, know, that was something we even heard through sky sports you know yeah a bit we, of understeer and someone's going into that and you know yeah. what they did instead they allowed Had a race. Car to unlap themselves yeah yeah yeah, it's it's diabolical. It absolutely is, to be completely frank about it. And there was many other decisions through the season that just really plummets him in question. I mean, um, obviously Brazil. Um, I'm not too fussed about the Brazil one. A lot of people made a big deal about it. Um, but the only thing is, going back to like Lando's penalty on science in Austria, 
was that was the exact same thing as what Max did in Brazil. And the way that Jonathan Wheatley spoke to Massey, it's all about letting them race. Do you remember that? It's all about letting yeah. them race. Yeah. Um, and, and the way that he folded to some of the requests, you, then you have to set a, you know, you have to set a one rule. It It's a, the same rule for everyone. So then if he hasn't done it for them, he can't do it for the other people. And then all of a sudden, guidelines are just being broken left, right and centre because he didn't enforce it. Hmm. It sets such a bad precedent. So I just, yeah, that guy cannot do this job anymore. And he has robbed Lewis Hamilton of an eighth world title, simply put. And that takes nothing away from the absolute superb season that Max Verstappen had because he was brilliant. The way he controlled races, I remember, um, do you remember in Holland? When they raced yeah, in Holland? I mean, he, yeah, he, yeah. The way he just controlled that pace. Lewis was always two seconds behind. But he always had, he was only driving at 50%. It felt like he could just pull it out whenever he wanted. And that, I was like, wow, that's such a mature drive for such a young guy who's. Yeah, I mean, some of the team head. radios over that race were, were just brilliant to listen to because he was, he was so cool and calm about everything. Yeah. I, that um, one stands out for me for sure. Do you know what? Yeah. I'm, I'm really looking forward to because I do think this will be Hamilton's season. I'm very shocked if it isn't. Um, I think early prediction, which I, I know we kind of weren't going to do right now, but I do think Hamilton will have that extra bit of fire going into the season now. Um, and then I think moving forward, the the battle between George Russell and Verstappen is going to be yeah, very Yeah, very I am looking forward to that. It is interesting to see where George fits in overall, where he's going to slot into this fight, because Bottas was so absent and Perez started well and then kind of faded. It is interesting whether he's going to be someone fighting at the front or whether he's going to be support, you know, just mm. as Bottas was. Yeah, I mean, sure. I think I, mean... It, I think it's tricky for, for Russell, though, going into this where he he knows that he's going to have to to just basically do what what Bottas did two years ago. Um, and that's sort of all it is. And I don't think it's going to be a, you know, a Hamilton Rosberg or anything like that. It's not it's not going to fold that way. Not this season. Think, no. I so think it's... if Hamilton stays on, if Hamilton stays on, then I think there will be a sense of investment in George. Yeah. Especially probably from, from Toto. Um, and then we'll start to see more of a battle. But I think the focus this season is going to be getting Lewis the eighth, that eighth title. Because I mean, we've also that... not discussed the fact that the regulations might mean that, you know, Mercedes and Rebel aren't the only ones fighting for race wins. I don't, very true. I don't think they will be. I am... Um, I think I said this to you previously, Joe, but I, I think I just have a gut feeling. I think McLaren are going to be very competitive again, but really? further up the field. Yeah. Um, I think they're going to be competitive. I also would not write off Ferrari. You know, they very much. Ferrari do a good season. Well, I, I and... say like a good season. They're due like a championship season. It's been, you know, been like five years. Leclerc, six years we can't say that Leclerc hasn't been, you know, sort of top draw in a car that's basically been a boat for the past. Oh, 100%. Past yeah, he's, he's great. And Sainz, of course. Sainz is a brilliant driver. I yeah. mean, you could even make an argument for, for Vettel if the Aston Martin, you know, has any, has any balls to it because, you know, he's, he's one, of the, one of the best drivers we've seen in the past sort of five years, isn't he? So hmm. Longer than Who that. You, Longer than the last five years. Vettel yeah, 10 years. Yeah. Who do you think? I, this, is, this is not even on the agenda, but this question has just popped into my mind. Um, is who do you think is the third best driver on the grid? That's a very good question. On ability, 
So, because obviously Lewis and Max have to be the top two. But then, uh, you know, Gasly, I think, is brilliant. I think it has to be Vettel. I don't know. Vettel is brilliant. <laughs> Alonso, based on what he's done, is brilliant. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, Leclerc, I think, is superb. Norris. Who is the third best driver on the grid? In, in my head, if we're going off right now, if we're taking kind of previous seasons, uh, not last seasons, but like history out, out of the equation. Yeah, yeah. For me, I'm really torn between Norris and, um, and Leclerc. Yeah, yeah, I think they're both. Yeah, I think that's absolutely got to be in the conversation. I'm drawn to Gasly. I think Gasly's wicked. But the thing for Gasly is that he did have his time at Red Bull Mm. that kind of puts a stain on it. The only thing I'll throw at you with that is what what driver other than Max has gone to Red Bull and not suffered? Yeah, true. None of them. They've all had a horrible time. Ricardo, I think, actually did very well considering what we've seen since then. Yes, yeah, yeah. He he um he actually was probably the best of the bunch. Realistically, he he, he he's, was he's really not stayed in the car since then, has he? No, he's found it hard. He has found it hard, but I suppose he hasn't because he switched from Renault and then Renault to McLaren. He hasn't really been involved in the development of a car. But I guess it looks like season. that's going to be the case, doesn't it? It looks mm. like that's going to be the case this year, and it looks like they're really taking him seriously, which I'm, I'm really excited for personally. Yeah, I, I love him. He's got one of the best personalities on the grid, which is important. But going is... back to the best, third best drive on the grid, I'm really leaning towards Alonso or Vettel. Yeah. And I know that that's probably a bit controversial and, and it's, it's, it's tainted a bit by the fact that it's, you know, just the fact that they were so good X amount of years ago. But I don't know, if you put them in, in one of these top cars last season... I reckon, I reckon they give you know every other second driver, uh, you know they smash every second driver, and and they're up there. So I'm, I don't know. I'm leaning towards Alonso or Vettel. I think it'd be interesting to find out. Um, yeah, we've all gone for very different picks as well, and all very good reasons. Um, so I'm excited to kind of see how the season does pan out. Um, but yeah, I guess the Can we chat liveries. The, this is what I was about to bring us on to, which obviously we're talking about the new season now. We've had a couple liveries out, or I think actually the majority of them at this point. Um, what's yeah, I think your we've kind got, of got favourite one so far? We've got six confirmed, haven't we? And, and a leaked Ferrari as of recording this. <laughs> is that is that the correct Ferrari though? Because I've I seen, I've seen, I've seen images. Yeah, I I think because there's been a few leaks actually, and they've all been spot on so far. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I can happily go first in saying the Aston Martin for me is a clear clear winner of it is so so nice in my opinion it is really nice I love that that color is so traditional for like an Aston Martin when you think even when you think James Bond and you think about that DB9 it used to roll around in that like aqua color like it is and they've just thrown in this like yellow tinge to it I do like that Aston Martin yeah Yeah, I think it looks pretty good and they are sponsored by Peroni but I do kind of think and joe and i did discuss this a little bit before the start that the williams is quite striking do yeah. quite like it uh, yeah i i'm i'm making that my pick for the best looking but they would do uh, it with a very pick. very good mention to, to the aston martin by the way i think it looks lovely i also think it's quite similar to last year's and maybe what's what's stuck out for me about the williams 
is that they've done a complete rebrand on it and i just i just am so drawn to it williams do do this every couple of years where they kind of start from scratch and i think they were very much due um that that rebrand that you're talking about i remember when was it it must have been was it when sorokin joined or it might have been slightly later when they almost had like the the toothpaste livery i don't know if you remember that. yeah one. yes yeah yeah i think it's when they just um just signed a deal with um is it rocket it? yeah rocket and uh was it martini is the other one martini was before that martini was while um bottas was okay yeah martini is such an iconic sponsor isn't it for for racing in general mm. yeah i mean they're, oh, they're all well it. known for the for the gt racing weren't they with the with the porsche um mm. the porsche um martini car was was you know i always think of um and i don't endorse this in any way listeners um one sponsor that always sticks out for me and they don't even they haven't sponsored a formula one car in about 15 years marlborough yes yeah absolutely it just yeah. lives in my head rent free just marlborough and it's not that they haven't sponsored a car in like 15 20 years but doesn't matter just, that's how good their marketing that was, was it was iconic man i don't know <laughs> was it was it on was it mclaren's it was the yeah. ferrari i believe What's it ferrari? was it the, it was I on the it was old McLaren's. like senna senna mclaren's yeah, yeah yeah the senna mclaren's but then i thought if no, the, like, I think you're F2004. right. I think it might have been on the rear wing. The, on the rear yes, wing. Yes, the, the, the F2004 Ferrari had Marlborough on the rear wing and on the like the engine cover. Um, mm. But if you go back to the Senna, like that's the what, McLaren. That, yeah, that's the one I remember. Yeah, that also Marlborough. It just yeah, it's iconic. Don't smoke, kids. But best one, best one. Looking at it uh, is looking at James Hunt. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah of course. Hunt McLaren with it on, and it looked just something else, didn't it? And you know, this is still one of the topic deliveries, so it works. This counts, but yeah, it's, it's, an, it's so, iconic. So what we're saying is, if you want a good livery, have Marlboro <laughs> on it, and it's guaranteed. Don't don't really worry good. about don't worry about the PR. PR will take care of itself. Just, yeah, uh, yeah. Mean, at this point, cigarette companies don't even have like branding anymore, do they? No. So maybe not we in the UK. Bring it back. No, actually, not in the UK at least. Yeah. No, um, for sure. Um, I do like the, and it's no different. Like you say, a lot of the cars will remain almost the same. The Alpha Tauri, they've kind of flipped the mm. colours around, but I I liked it before, and I like it now. I, yeah. I think it is a nice colour scheme, like the navy blue and the white. I do really like it. And they've yeah, it's it. and it's how they're like their own team now because obviously you remember the old Toro Rosso, you could really easily like be Red forgiven, Junior, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. From when it's in a wall crashed up, you could very easily mistake it for a Red Bull. But it's nice to be able to differentiate. It they were well. they were nice and blue though those Toro Rossos for a period, weren't they? Yeah, they were a lot a lot bluer mm. than the Red Bulls, and they looked, yeah. they looked quite striking. In there. they were like a real royal royal blue, mm. weren't they? Like yeah, for sure. So yeah, so, so we're saying all different cars, all different liveries so far. So I'm saying, oh no, we, I'm saying Williams, and I think I think Cal's with me on Williams. Um, yeah, I'm just because I'm looking at the pictures right now, which is why I'm absolutely hopping because that Aston looks good, man. Yeah, that Aston is. Yeah, I, I think I, we can all rule out the Haas as the favourite, right? Oh, <laughs> I don't know, dude. Shit's crazy. It's lit. Um. It's, <laughs> it's the same as last year's with a bit more black, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
The, I mean, the Red Bull car is always nice, but it's just never changed. I'm bored this is it, my yeah. issue with it. Yeah, I'm I'm so over the design. The, the only time where I think they changed it was that was it 2009 the Vettel with the Red stripes Bull, where it had like yeah the like purpley tint with the stripes like pinstripes wasn't it? I like that. Yeah. I thought that was cool. Yeah, and then they just went boring. the The only times I will say is when Red Bulls have like the testing liveries, and they did was it the, oh, the dude, digital yeah. camo. That yeah, was so that cool. was really cool. And they also went alpha with that nice camo today. Actually, mm, yeah. They did the um, the limited edition one in Turkey this year. Season just gone as well. The white and red one. Yeah. Celebrate Honda, and that was yeah. that yeah. was quite nice as well. Actually, that was brilliant. But it mm. doesn't beat their Star Wars one from back in the day. Man, I forgot that existed. Actually, what? I don't what think I remember piece? that one. I'm going to look it's it up. Absolute piece of history, mate. Oh, 2007, 2008. What? I didn't know this was a thing. Yeah, dude. The start, no, they wait. Did they race with this? They raced with yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Monaco 2005. That's oh, insane. wow, early. Okay, well, if you're listening to this um, and you don't know what we're talking about, please just Google 2005 Red Bull Star Wars. I mean, I didn't know it was a thing. Yeah, so. enjoy it. Just I mean, enjoy it, looks, it. It looks awful, doesn't it? But I love it. <laughs> <laughs> they actually had stormtroopers. At... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, with a pit stop, with a pit crew wearing stormtrooper. They were. That's insane. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's awesome, isn't it? Really, that's so cool. I think Monaco liveries are just are just great, and I, oh. I think that that brings us on to to, oh, to what yeah. we don't really want to discuss at, at the minute. Yeah, gutted from McLaren. The absolute disappointment <laughs> after oh. we saw the Monaco, uh, the Golf livery at Monaco, and we were so excited, and we we sort of everyone was sort of on Twitter and on on their TikTok and Instagram saying, just just run it next season. Just run it. I mean, I've got pictures on my wall. I've got <laughs> pictures on my wall of the of, of the Monaco livery, the golf livery. He kisses it every night as well. And oh, morning. Yeah. And morning. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't forget the morning. It's, it's a wake up and, uh, <laughs> and good morning I, and good night. <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't tell you how, how disappointed I was. And I think the first thing I sent in the chat, I, I probably shouldn't say it on the podcast, um, but it's just bad, isn't it? I, I yeah, I think they've tried to do a lot, and it's kind of just not. They, they've tried to do a lot to make it like simplistic, but it just I don't know. They tried to not to Marlboro, to actually. We, we've got a tobacco substitute as the main sponsor, haven't we? With this Velo, is that? Yeah. I didn't know what that was. Is that it's what like that is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> Unreal. It's full circle. And they uh, had they had a lovely they had a lovely livery last year, and I think there was even. There was even some. There was some special editions, wasn't there? There was. There was one that we saw with kind of like a rainbowy um, thing on it at one point, and we had the the golf livery. But this is this is yeah. just heartbreaking. It's not great, is it? We it, said, didn't we, that they kind of tried to wink at the golf livery with this car, but it just didn't. It just hasn't landed. It was just a tease. Mm. It, it's a really bad, bad bad tees <laughs> and if you look at like the suits the driver suits i kind of like that it's very it's like mm. like almost a dark gray to black kind of an orange and if they'd done that i think that would have looked really smooth but they've just like yeah they've tried to almost do too much to it i mean i was a big fan of last year's suits last year's racing suits oh yeah the the the, 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 the like big, dark the blue and blue. orange yeah yeah i, I yeah. like that a lot actually for sure i think too. i think yeah i think you're right in that the this year's suits look look pretty slick um and i think if they matched that scheme they probably could have had quite a slick looking car 
what sort of flipping flipping around the the the, the dark gray and black and and the the orange yeah one. yeah i th- i mean obviously this is all you know uh hearsay you don't you don't actually know if it would have looked nice but in my head if they're just stuck because there's no hint of blue on that racing suit is there no mm, no <laughs> so i don't know was that an afterthought did, did someone I think, no it looks up? like they've got their numbers in the in that golf blue yeah they've got mm. their numbers in it i'm looking at it now i mean we've we've been really let down if you if you look at some of their old pictures of last year's versus this year yeah um, i think it was such a beauty last year um but yeah, I, I wonder if it will grow on us. I, I wonder if, like, come the end of the season, we're looking back and we're like, actually, really like it. Well, I feel I like think... purely based on the Velo sponsor, I can't like it. I think it looks pony. Yeah, I should have Marlboro. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I think for me, my favourite will remain the Aston. I just think it's uh, we've missed that. Um, we've missed those, like, because obviously we had the green last year, but the iconic Aston obviously is the is the bright yellow with it as well. So. I think to have that back in, in uh, in Formula One. Yeah, I mean, we, sure. we've got a couple to go still, so I'm not ruling out the Ferrari. I we've seen the Ferrari, we know what it is. It's yeah, red. Ferraris again, a bit a bit like Red Bull. I think they're quite boring. Spoiler alert: the Ferrari is red. <laughs> Joe, you can't say that, man. Well, if you, I mean, hopefully this isn't going to be released in the next five hours, so we should be good for for spoilers, but. Ferrari's red. Mercedes, they might surprise us, but I thought they were going back to silver this year. Am I they right? I did. Have yeah. you seen Lewis's recent post? I'm going to have to check that one out. He has put, like, um, we go again, and it's him with a black Union Jack in the back, I believe. If my... and we he's... absolutely love the fact that it's going black still. I love yeah. it. Well, it looks mean. It looks mean. But it I is did... material, but I miss the silver arrows. I do would like to. I think it would feel nice and fresh with the new uh, regulation changes to go back to the silver. But I guess it's it's the message that they're trying to represent um, that probably is. It's hard for them to go back to silver now, I suppose. Because well, to be fair, Lewis Lewis has come out and said he's happy for them to go back to silver. But I think you're okay. right. I think maybe I, that's what I was thinking of. Yeah, Lewis Lewis said he. I think this was last season about. I think someone questioned him about you know going back to being the silver arrows um but kind of as you were saying cal i think as a team statement that the fact they are behind him and having having the black car is is a very difficult thing to come back from and i'm not sure they do particularly want to come back from it to be honest no. i mean it's also it's it's gorgeous isn't it really if oh yeah it does look it's just me last year's car was yeah um it is just yeah um it's a good looking car but uh so I think cool. the um, so that post I'm on about, by the way, I'm pretty sure doesn't actually exist on his page, and I might have just seen it on social media. Yeah, I've not, I've not got it on Insta. It's not on Insta. It could have been a story. Could have been a story. Could have been a story. Good call. Good call. Um, um, I, I know, I know, he tends to do to do the rainbows um, in certain countries. Um, but I mean, how how good was it? Was his rainbow? His helmet selection this year, Lewis's was was phenomenal, wasn't it? Hmm. Yeah, he's always. I mean, he's always the special helmets with you know Brazil. The Brazil is um, always good, yeah. And the rainbow for you know that was just just so cool. I think as well, like F one's message this year because it's uh, Stefano Domenicali is now the uh, the top dog, right? Yeah, um, I believe. 
yeah and he's um he said this year this is the year that we stop talking and take action on racism so i guess you know mercedes keeping a black car for another year um will kind of just enforce that and i think they want to get on the best side they can of the uh higher ups so, yeah I'm, I'm here for it i think that's yeah cool. yeah for sure no i so i think um we've got uh ferrari which comes up tomorrow yeah. The following day, we will get the Mercedes W13. Um, and then we've got to wait till Monday for the Alpine, which I kind of forgot existed, to be completely honest. Well, they, they've um, had to change it now, haven't they, since they've seen the Williams? <laughs> well, have they actually? Yeah. Well, yeah, oh, I no, guess. Probably not. Probably not. But oh, they probably sorry. won't. But, like, yeah, you're right, I guess. Like, they, they, it's the same. You never know. They might, because it's not Renault. I was thinking, because I loved the, uh, another car that I loved was the yellow Renaults. I know, yeah. obviously, the, the blue and yellow one is iconic, as we said. But the, the, the yellow and black. The, like, yeah, like 2009, Robert Kubica driving a Renault. That, yeah, I don't know why. It's not even like that good of a car, but I just, I always think of that. Yeah. Um, oh, fun. Didn't, didn't Kubica actually finish higher than Mazepin in the standings last season? Um, didn't he only, yeah, I th- may, probably did. No, I th- yeah, I think he did. I think because his best result was better than Mazepin's best result. I think he finished higher in the standing. <laughs> and then um, after Monday, we have to wait. Alfa Romeo releasing their car on a Sunday, uh, Sunday the 27th of February. And then I think we have all our cars where we will, of course, touch back on this subject again when we've got, when we're fully informed, should we say. Indeed, indeed. Um, I was but... mistaken. Kubica did actually end up finishing 21st. Ah. <laughs> Gutting. Oh, yeah, oh, I'm, gutted. <laughs> I'm gutted for him, to be honest, after his, his one race. Mm. Yeah, for sure. But before we wrap things up, is there anything else either of you well, would like to... So we was... Uh, Joe and I... This is Joe and I's idea. This is not uh, Luke. Luke uh, wasn't sure about this, but uh, <laughs> we, uh, we thought we are going to... Each episode, we wanted to end with like a little game that you guys at home can play along with as well. Um, and we landed on... We're going to try something called just guess who, basically. So Joe is going. Joe has picked. Joe, have you picked your driver? I I have picked my driver. Joe has picked his driver. I'm research. I picked my driver. Uh, Luke and I are just going to throw three or four questions at him. We're going to have a guess. We're probably going to get it wrong, and then um, you know, let us know if you got it. Tweet us, whatever. Bebo us. What do the kids use these days? I don't know. TikTok. Uh, MySpace. Me. Whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> and yeah, we just. We're just gonna uh, we're just gonna throw it out there and see, well, see how can people like it. I hope I can answer the questions that you've got. Okay, um, so I'm gonna throw a question just to start. Um, is it a current driver? It is. It is a current driver I've got in my head. So just to clarify, this could be a past or present driver. It could be past uh, or present. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But okay. it is a current driver. Mm-hmm. Has has this driver ever won a world championship? They have not won a world championship, no. Okay. Oh, okay. 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 So we've narrowed. We've taken. We've got. It's not Hamilton. It's not Verstappen. Oh well, Verstappen. Not Alonso. Not Alonso. Not Vettel. Not Vettel. Um. And it's a current driver. They're the only world champions on the grid at the moment, right? I believe so. Uh, yes. Yeah. Did okay. they come from F two? They have. They have. They have. They have. Okay. They have been in F two. Okay. Oh. Right. Are they from Europe? They are. They are indeed from Europe. European. Okay. 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 
So it's I was it's not Yuki Sonoda, or is it? It's not Danny Rick. Not Danny Rick. It's not Stroll. Okay, I'm gonna. Is it Schumacher? It's not. It's well, not um, Schumacher. Is it? From Ocon. It's not. It's not Esteban Ocon either. Do you, do you want me to? I think that's all of question, or are you? I think that's all of our questions. Yeah, go on. Far away. Who is it? My, my my driver of the week was Nikita Mazepin. <laughs> no! Oh, that makes sense. Nikita Mazepin. Oh, from F2 last season even. So Wow. Yeah. All right. Well, next week, um, I'm going to be picking a driver. So you boys get your questions ready. Sounds next good. Week, yeah, you're not getting it. You'll never get it. Cool. Um, uh, but yes, I think that's, I think that we've covered a lot of topics. We've got a good introduction under our belts. Indeed. And then obviously when the season starts, we'll be going through a, a, a recap of, of the race weekend and, and the results themselves. But before that, we've obviously got Drive to Survive to look forward to. We've got testing um, and also the rest of the liveries. So plenty to talk about while we wait for the, uh, for the season to start. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Well, thank you. Doing it. thank you both for being on and thank you too for listening as well so uh, thanks for having us man we'll, cheers we'll catch you next time yeah, bye cheers guys cheers really guys oh thank you